Okay, some like it hot. Some do like it hot. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> okay, based off of a movie of the same title. Crazy how quite a few are like that. Yep. Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Juneteenth production of Summer, the Donna Summer Musical Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That is right. You can also, and you should, mm-hmm. leave us a star rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I just Spot-a, mix them up. Spotted Apple. Spotted Apple. Spot-a. Not to be confused with the Spotted Apple that the Evil Witch gives you. Don't take it. Whoa. That's that's the truth. Deep cut. That's the truth. Uh, to find out more about this theater nerd cult with our spotted apples, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. No, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Podcast. Theater Nerd Podcast? Theater Nerd Pod. And on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our 2023 Tony Award predictions. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> What's up, Rachel? Hey, Tay. I can oh, see you IRL. Well, you. IRL. I can, can touch, touch you. <laughs> Not to be Guys. confused with Touch Me. Yeah. Different song. Yeah, no, very different. Although, who's Moritz? Who's who's <laughs> milkier? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm Moritz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? I guess I'm milkier. Hmm. Okay, more let on that know, next fans. week. Let us know who is who. Uh, yes, we are together. Live together and in person. again for the, the first time. time. Name that show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love that show so yeah, much. I know you do. So shout out once again. If it's my mom, I'll know that y'all other people yeah. are sleeping on your job. I um, sang that for an audition once. That oh, song. really? Yeah, I did. That also has a song about please don't touch me. So yes. now I give you two hints. Yep theater nerd people rolling the hay oh there's a third ah. one well, let's not give it oh, all away name no. that tune name that show uh yes we are a year later i guess this is a yearly thing I guess. every may uh taylor yeah. and i come together uh to record theater nerds live just That's for right. you theater nerds live in rachel's parents house <laughs> one day there'll be an audience <laughs> yes one day there will be oh i love that yeah. next yeah. week next week next, next year. year yeah next year that's a goal um we're just coming off of a fresh screening literally literally 30 minutes ago and of, we ate snacks in between yes, so don't we worry did. we gotta get we gotta get our tummies mm-hmm. not rumbling mm-hmm. yeah not a rumbling and a rolling what, oh. what is that from um speaking of no tummies there was no chef song no, there wasn't. I had read that Lynn was going to play that role. I'm really sad. I think they cut it. By the I'm way, gonna... we saw The Little Mermaid in case yes, you were Yes, we curious. saw The Little Mermaid. That's what we saw. Um, yeah, I had read that 
that I guess they cut it. I don't know. That song's just okay. It's not like it's okay, but, but also no like of he's pretty funny. I know. No yeah. daughters of Triton. Although I think they cut daughters of Triton because they're trying to be more inclusive about the names of the daughters of Triton, which I really liked. I liked we changed the names and where they yeah. were from because they represent all of the seas. I'm here for that, mm. and I know that that might not have fit in the little. Yeah. We are the, the daughters mermaid. of Triton. Um, I don't know about you, but we. I mean, we talked about it coming home coming to record this but i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah i, I really it liked was, it it was really fun it was different yeah. like it was just different enough where you weren't like oh they tried to do that and then they did a terrible job mm-hmm. like cats uh but they did i feel like it was really good i loved yeah. the caribbean um like aspect to it uh-huh. uh you know we definitely didn't talk about col- Col- colonialization but that's okay yeah. um because little mermaid didn't do that in the beginning right. either right but i i mean i really i really really liked it i, I would go back and see it in I the theater too. i would too i actually thought there was going to be more because i'd heard they made changes about like her not having her voice but it pretty they much did. was the same though. no they did they didn't say the spoilers yeah spoiler pause for spoilers um, they didn't say, Ursula didn't say, don't worry, you can, you know, you always have this, like, this suggested, suggestive yes, use body. of body language. Right. And then when there was, like, a verse, two verses switched, I guess, for the rhyme factor in Kiss the Girl. Yes, yes. Where, uh, just ask her instead mm-hmm. of whatever mm-hmm. the original. Which I liked. Yeah. yeah, super good. And I think that they did a good job yes i agree i just thought it was gonna it was basically the same story yeah oh the it story was the same yeah, it's a, it still was, a fairy yeah, tale yeah I still a love story. Halle bailey was amazing yes. she did a great job she, but i do oh, think david so diggs good. of course and aquafina steal this movie they are they i was do. skeptical about the crab we've talked about this yeah i i think so your good. eye gets used to it yeah and I loved. I thought it was great. David is is the king of the sea. Well, I will say, going back to the, her thing about not having her voice, she sings and she's singing internally, and yeah. so during the time when she doesn't have a voice, and I I personally really loved that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was really good. Highly so recommend. Good. Would go. I would personally give it like a seven out of ten. Or oh, that's pretty good. Seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah somewhere between a six point mm-hmm. five and a seven for me. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's good. All right. Starting our What's the Buzz segment. Guys. What's the buzz? Uh, the buzz? Are. The buzz is buzzing. It is bu- loud with the buzz. The buzz is the buzz be buzzing. Or the scuttlebutt. Ooh. There's a lot scuttlebutt. of scuttlebutt. Oh my god. What the scuttlebutt? The scuttlebutt that is okay, listen. Side, the earworm though. It's an earworm. Not gonna side lie. for the scuttlebutt. It's just um Twenty One Chum Street. Everyone that knows Twenty One Chum Street. I love you, Lynn Manuel Miranda. You are my ride or die. But it's just Twenty One Chum Street. I heard it. I heard it in there. Okay. Scuttle, you're too close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you so idiot. <laughs> that's my favorite. Okay. Uh, that's so my, that's okay. my um, Sebastian impression. That's good. All yeah. right, guys. We got a lot of buzz to go through, so we're going <laughs> to try and so get through much. this. The first two things we're going to mention, two musical legends, I would say. Yeah. I, would, I would call them legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, good. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alicia Keys and Kelly Clarkson are... 
writing musicals for the Broadway. Um, but not together. Let's not, not together. confuse. And yes. Kelly Clarkson, we don't know what really yeah. she's writing. But Alicia Keys, we know that it's going to be a musical about her life, right? Yes. Um, and Shoshana Bean is going to star. Oh, love that. So that's amazing. At the public, yes. and it's called Hell's Kitchen, and it will be at Public Theater New York um, for the 2023-2024 season. Kelly yes, Clarkson, um, Shoshana Bean, Brandon Victor Dixon. Oh, um, bless. Yeah. Um, directed by Michael Greif with choreography by oh. Camille A. Brown. So that's exciting. The wow. musical is described as a coming-of-age story set in a cramped apartment in the neighborhood of the title uh, near uh, Times Square, where seventeen-year-old so yeah, so where seventeen-year-old Allie is de- desperate to get her piece of the New York dream. Allie's mother is just as determined to protect her daughter from the same mistake she made when Allie falls for a young, talented drummer. Both mother and daughter must face hard truths about race, defiance, and growing up. This story is loosely based on Key's own experiences. Crazy. Wow. So we know way more about that than we do know about the Kelly Clarkson writing a musical on Broadway. Yes. Kelly Clarkson said, quote, I'm in love with theater and Broadway and all of that, and I never thought I'd get a chance to do anything like that. So eventually I would love to do something. Then Clarkson revealed some exciting news for fans. I'm in the work. I'm in the works of like writing something new. She said before clarifying that what she is writing is meant for Broadway specifically. I love this though. As a quick aside, I know we're in the buzz section, but as a quick aside, I've, was listening to an interview with Ben Folds this week. He, he's mm. also a singer, a songwriter, and he had. We told, will link had, it in the show notes below. I, if I can find it, yeah, it yes. was on our public radio, and and oh, yeah. he was saying that, um, you know, one time he was talking to, um, Elton John, and Elton John mm. had said, you, "You need to write a musical. Like, what are you doing? Why haven't you written a musical yet?" Um, and I find this very interesting. We're in the I I I know that Sarah Bareilles is not the first, nor is she, she the only person who has written with new songs as, as a singer songwriter right. uh, to a story that might or might have already existed, a new one or one that's already existed, and then put it to to you know stage. Right. But I love this. Like this is giving to me. This is giving the better version of a jukebox musical. Right, where we can have artists who often make amazing music that people would want to come and see and listen to, um, and yet make it a story that I think albums often do already, uh, and set it to some kind of narrative and put it on stage and and say it's a musical. Now, I know that that's not everyone's preference of musicals, but I'm really here for this. I love this idea of people who have a, a knack for songwriting already and storytelling already in their life and being able to utilize the stage as, as part of that. So. Well, we're going to talk about Waitress a little later on this buzz, but Waitress True. was a great example. It did so of well. It, of it doing well. Yeah. Of it, of it being well. Um, yeah, so yeah, well I mean, Alicia Keys and Kelly Collection are both very talented artists and songwriters. So I have yeah. no doubt that, um, they will be successful, and I would love to see both of them in a Broadway show, just like what Sarah Brown yes, is doing. So I love that. Me too. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, All right, what's next? What's next? So I, I, 
we're not going to dive deep into this because the buzz is still unfolding. <laughs> but true. So here in this over the past week since we last uh produced this podcast, uh Here Lies Love, which is tra- which will come to Broadway in the fall, um mm-hmm. and has as we've talked about before, will is rebuilding the entire theater stage to include like a pit where people can can stay in like a long runway type stage which is very interesting um and very exciting but here lies love um announced this past week that they will not have any live musicians play uh and it they will use recorded tracks now at first this was like oh why that's weird david yeah um what's david burn yeah, David Byrne, you know, oh, okay, yeah. like a lot of electronica. But then um, right. the theater that they've contracted with, so if you don't know, every theater, because of the size, requires you to have a certain number, either maximum or minimum, of pit orchestra. So you, it's a requirement when you sign on to basically lease the theater, rent the theater, right? that you have a certain number of orchestra uh, pieces. And I believe this is 19. I believe that this theater requires you to have 19 musicians Wow. Um, as your orchestration with your orchestrations. And right. for the fact that they will use none uh, mm. live has created quite uh, the buzz. Speaking of buzz. Mm. Um, and there's been a lot uh, said uh, about this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of musicians are obviously upset. A lot of Broadway people are upset about this. I'm wondering if there's something about the contract here that's going to not let them do this Um, Mm -hmm. or if there's a way that the I think that the rationale is that they're it's the way that the music is, but also because they've rebuilt the stage, they don't know where to put the musicians. But Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a way around this. I feel we could figure this part out, Um, but it's not looking good. Their PR right now is not looking good. I would not count on them having a lot of ticket sales right, right now um which is uh, is definitely something if you're not a theater mm. person you going to see a, a live show on broadway and they're not being musicians might not bother you as much but it feels like a real slap in the face to to theater to broadway right. yeah for sure well as of right now it's supposed to premiere this summer at the broadway theater which i have been to um and yeah, what did you we'll see, see there, Taylor? I saw Cinderella there. Mm. A revival with Laura Osnes herself. Yes. yes. Laura, the Laura Osnes herself. Shiner's star Laura Osnes. I one day, guys, literally one of you I know who listens to this podcast lives in my hometown. I know you do. I know there's someone out there. We know you're out me. there. Please come with me. Just hit me up, email yep. me, DM me. Yep. Text me. I'll give you my phone Saturday number. Saturday night. And go see Shiners with me. It could be a random Tuesday. I don't care. <laughs> true. Come true. on. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep. We'll we'll keep, see how you know. Here lies love. Does we'll we'll yeah. keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. Um. Next, Some... we have that Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street revival, announced a tour in 2025. <laughs> This is crazy. I, you yeah. know, this I was thinking like this year. Well, that's what I was thinking this year. I was thinking, yeah. have I just been paying more attention, or are more shows transferring, or not transferring, but have announced uh, tours while they're still during their Broadway run? I think that there yeah. are more. There are significantly more. Part of that, I also think, is a post-COVID thing. Um, that my brain doesn't really remember what 
pre-announcements pre-covid were like uh but yeah you know a lot of be, people have been on tour or have announced their tour you know what would be fun because we we've announced, you know we've said some like in hot new york new york and was Shucked. there another one? Oh no shucked hasn't announced a tour oh yeah sorry some like it hot new york, new york and this and sunni Todd have announced tours and Kimberly, oh, Kimberly Kimbo. Kimbo. Yes, Kimberly Kimbo. And what New would York, be fun? New York didn't, did New York? Yes, New York? they did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we talked sure, about I remember it. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember. what would be fun if they all, the reason why they're sending them so far in advance, first of all, probably to cast people. But second of all, yes. to, um, if they would take a book from Into the Woods and have like original stars from Broadway tour. Like, have Annalie Ashford and Josh Groban do the tour. Like, why not? I love that. I love that, but I think that it's just so far away. Yeah. Right? Like, at that point, they won't want to do the show anymore. The The best part about limited runs on Broadway, right. like, right. like uh, Into the Woods, is that also they only had a 10-city, right, tour after. Right. So it's limited on both ends. Well, Into um, the Woods, I think, uh, announced more. But, yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Right. So I, I, I hear you. I wish we had more Broadway people tour more. Yeah. It's tour life is hard as we know. As we know. Yes. Um, let's see. We'll, we'll quickly mention these. I know this is a big spot, big thing right now, of course, with award season. Um, but the drama desk awards came out and some like it hot and parade, uh, and others took, the big prizes. Crazy. What were you crazy? I know. I know. I actually, this is the moment where I'm like, I don't know now, especially this is the first, I think, time that we have gotten at this point when, when the drama desk came out, uh, the awards for separating the new and the revivals. Yeah. So that's really interesting to me. Obviously some like it hot winning isn't shocking. It's not frustrating. It's just, it feels inevitable and I feel mm-hmm. going into the Tonys in a week that we will just know right. what well, we, but, we'll be talking so, about it today on our predictions. So true. yes, true. but parade was really not that that's shocking because I believe that parade yeah. is amazing. It's mm-hmm. just that we've seen that other awards in the revival S category or in this category have been not all leaning towards parade. So I think really when it comes to, the three those the revival shows there's actually more of a chance for other other um shows than originally we had thought which i think people thought maybe just sweeney todd i don't know what people yeah i mean like i said we'll get to it but i think parade is a bigger hit than people thought it was going to be yes which is what happened the first time right it was kind of a flop until it left broadway (laughs) it did win some tonys but it didn't run for very long so um yeah yeah, which I think is, I mean, hey, we love Parade. We love Parade. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. killing it. So also we found out this week that the New York City Center. This is wild. Uh, is, they teased us. They teased us with their Instagrams of like close up photos of these like posters mm-hmm. that they have for their 2023, 2024 season. Mm-hmm. And um, the music or the the shows that they're doing is jelly's last jam titanic once upon a mattress this is what that is crazy i know and i manifested Jelly. this 
You really did. Well, because the once upon a, I want everyone to know that they yeah. teased that once upon a mattress one where it was just the lips and the, the tongue is sticking out. And everyone on TikTok was like, it's going to be some kind of like rock and roll type musical. Maybe it's like Jesus Christ superstar, maybe whatever. No, it's yeah. once upon a freaking mattress. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And Sutton Foster will lead in that. Amazing. I think this is going to transfer to Broadway, and I think it's going to get Sutton Foster another Tony nomination. It's my prediction. Titanic, I'm so excited about because I, I think it's wait. about time we had a revival of Titanic. Come on now. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. I hope, yeah. I also, side note, I hope this show that Brian Darcy James and Kelly O'Hara are in right now. Have you heard of this? Um. Yes. Um. Days of Wine and Roses. Yes. At the Atlantic Theater Company, also directed by Michael Greif, mm-hmm. um, who is a, an amazing director. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see who else the, who else is in the cast. I don't know if it says, but yeah, I want that to go to Broadway because I I have a friend that saw it and said it was amazing. And also, I think something like that could finally get Brian Darcy James a Tony. Who knows? He may win next week. We don't but, know next week. Yeah, Taylor, you're right. It could be you're all right. him. You're right, but I have a feeling oh, I have my a feeling gosh. this might not be his year. Uh, unfortunately. Well, we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. You know whose year it is? <laughs> I that was a terrible translation. I mean his the last five years. <laughs> Tommy Kale is who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it's really not been in, he didn't get that Tony nom. I know. He really yeah. didn't get that Tony nom. So L O L yikes. So yikes. Tommy Kale, Thomas Kale. I was I sent this to Taylor. I was like, did we know this? Did I know this? Right. It was going to direct Moana, the live action film adaptation. And I I think that we talked before, but um, what is her name? She will not be reprising the role, even though she said she was. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I can't pronounce her name. Uh, uh, you, uh, uh, Yule Cravalo? Yeah. yeah. She will yeah. not be coming back as Moana. They're gonna find a 16-year-old Pacific. Which you didn't hear from me, but they should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm yeah. excited about this. I think I'm I think excited. they're I it, I think Lynn definitely was like, hey, my friend should direct this. But um, I mean, he's never done it. He was supposed <laughs> to. They announced know. he was gonna do a Fiddler movie, but I don't know when that's happening because I feel like this is gonna happen. Put Sutton Foster in that, please. <laughs> yeah. With Josh Groban in it. Um, no. No. Josh Groban is Tavia? No. No. Okay. All right. All right. Put Annalie Ashford in it. Um, <laughs> just putting Sweeney Todd people in it. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. I mean, I think he'll do a good, great job. Yes, I think it's going to be great. And the songs are great. Then there were a lot of announcements this week. I mean, literally, like, one after another. Like, I couldn't keep track about new people. I know. About things that were happening currently on Broadway. So I'm going to name one. um, That Fat Ham is extending its run on Broadway. Now, you read the headline, you're like, oh, my gosh, amazing. It's extending one more week, which is good for them (laughs) also. It felt like I was like, oh, yay, the rest of the summer. Um, they're currently, they were scheduled to finish the, like the second to last week of June. Now they're scheduled to finish the it last like Friday. When, was June, it it was Phantom, Sunday. right? Phantom was like, we're going to extend a week. And it's like, why? I don't understand. 
Yeah, like, did you just not get all your ducks in a row before then? Do you want to pay that rent bill for another week? Really? So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm also like, don't you do this month to month, so just finish out the month. Um, But that's exciting for Fat Ham. I hope, I honestly hope it extends even past that. Um, But such a, such a great. He goes on tour. Yeah, I agree. All right, what else happened this week, Taylor? We got some announcements for new shows and, and casting coming. So we have Time Daily, Leaves Schreiber are going to return to Broadway in Doubt, A Parable, which is that movie Doubt with, I believe it's like the same script, you know, with Meryl Streep, Viola Davis, and yeah. Amy Adams. But your girl, your girl hasn't seen it. And um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. I have not seen it either, but I've heard that movie is wonderful. Yeah. Um, Prayer for the French Republic will transfer to Broadway this winter. So exciting. Yes. From uh, Manhattan Theater Club. We love them. Love it. Love them. And then Julie Benko, funny girl herself. Um, Literally um, forget Leah Michelle. Yep. Will join the cast of Barry Manilow's Harmony on Broadway in the fall. Very interesting, but also yeah. excited for her. She will star in that show, so yes. that's exciting. So exciting. as she deserves, so and she deserves it. And then we also this week um, heard that the American Airlines Theater will officially be renamed to the Todd Hames Theater. Um, who is the director, and was he the CEO also at one point? Um, maybe president of the Roundabout Theater. Yeah. Who passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, last month i believe or mm-hmm. earlier this month um so that's that's really exciting a great way to to honor his life and legacy so that's yeah. i love that yeah and then last but certainly not least taylor last but least well before this is our second to last i will say oh, because my bad waitress the second to last waitress will is the filmed um pro shot of waitress um will be filmed well, it is filmed. Oh my gosh, yes. it's already filmed. It's already been filmed. It's already yes. in the can. But it's being shown um, for free in Times Square. Love that. Um, During the, the Tribeca Film Festival. Yes. So the film will play simultaneously for free on TSX Entertainment's 18,000 square foot digital screen overlooking Times Square. On That's Monday, crazy. June 12th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So We love anyone, a day after the Tony yeah. Awards musical True, moment. true. So if y'all are in Times Square at the time, go and check out Waitress. Oh, I, I'm now I wish last I could be but, there. Yes, yeah. we both wish we could be there. I can't wait mm-hmm. for them to show that to the rest of the world. True. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I've heard it's going right to be on Apple TV, but I'm not sure if that's true. <gasps> So. I would cry. Uh, that would be so good. Along with Come From Away, which is amazing. Also is amazing if you haven't watched that. Yes. Okay, the final thing, of course, we got to talk about yeah, the sorry, Ham for bad. Ham. The final Ham, ham for ham, ham. Which, full disclosure, as we're recording this. Also, I do want to say a sigh. Uh, Brian Dershey James nominated for his fourth Tony Award and has not won. I just want to bring that back up. I, I had to look it up. I think that you might mention that again later. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, you're right. Um, yes, The Ham for Ham. I have, as of recording this, not watched The Ham for Ham I've yet. only watched part of it. I have seen the, the clip of Sean Hayes real. coming out and playing the piano. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, I was going to ask what you thought of it, but I guess me I haven't watched all of it. 
Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I really was. I'm. I watched a lot of clips. I didn't watch it all, yeah. so I need to sit down and watch it all. Um, but it looks like so much fun. I saw a photo of Gavin Creel having the time of his life, and I was like, I, I know, know him. I'm basically well, his I best was friend. Like, now. How is Gavin here? Because isn't he on tour? Like yeah, I was like, where? So and Phil and it, what's amazing is Philip Asu was also there, Taylor. Right. Yes, of course she yeah, is. She should be. She's Lynn's BFF. Of course she is. Um. Yeah, I lo- I'm just loving all this like him for him art, like yeah. all the art that oh, Lynn puts out. It and just I'm, makes I'm loving me the, the want... photos of the of the all the people there, like from yeah. above. I'm like, it's oh. just once again, can yeah. we continue? Can we revive this? Like it's. Ham for yeah. Ham was is so magical. It's so yeah. magical, especially when you're there and you can just be there and people like it's just it's so beautiful. I'm sure it's terrible for the people who are on the street, but um I just love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go someday. I think it'll be I know you have to get there at like 2 p.m. or whatever, but we got there really early. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to enter the lottery also, you have to get there early right. enough to put your well, name. Well, you can you do it digitally now. So Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, yeah. Technology. Technology. I was kind of skeptical about it. I was like, is this going to do anything? And then it did. Because you used to have to write it on a piece of paper, and that's why you had to wait in line. And then when you were done, you could queue for the ham for ham. Yeah. And now they have brought us to the 23rd century, I guess. I don't know. That makes sense. That makes sense. Really, last but not least, we have to talk about these wicked photos. Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. So I sent them to Rachel immediately. Lost and highly favored this past yeah. week by a drone who took some shots of the wicked set. Yes. Did and... you see John M. Chu, that picture that Ariana Grande posted? Yes. Like, John M. Chu was hiding and he goes hiding from drones. Like, <laughs> and yeah. so, and, and um, we got photos of the, of, of, um, of like, shiz. shiz. Of shiz. University. And it it looks insane. It yeah. looks insane. It looks amazing. And the colors yeah. are amazing. And but we also got Ethan Slater as Bach and yeah. his hair yeah. is so big. It's wild. It's like Moritz hair. It's like Moritz. It is so. Moritz. Honestly, yeah. he'd be great as Moritz. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it looks amazing and wild and crazy. And I now I'm like really invested. I was only yeah. somewhat invested before, and now I am and- extremely invested and ariana looked great in that purple outfit yes and, yes and um, nessa rose is on the wheel yeah, in the wheelchair on the, on the boat yeah and it just looks i'm it's people are saying it like it's really says something that they're investing a lot of money in this like the fact that they're doing real practical sets is like they must really crazy in this brand and yeah yeah it's kind of insane it's so, and they, crazy. They really must believe in John M. Chu. I mean, he's an incredible director, but he's he's not like a big like his movies he's have not made Steven money. Spielberg. No, but also his movies have made money, but not like that much money. Yeah. So, but, and that's like the only thing studios care about. So, <laughs> like, it's wild. Yeah. To me. I'm I'm it super happy for him. Like he really does deserve it because he's done a great job with his movies. But yeah. Yeah. I'm Just really excited. Now I'm really Step up in two, it. guys. Step up two. Go watch it. John M2. So step good. Step up two. <laughs> Lots of buzz to cover. We will be. So much buzz. We're buzzing around. We are basically beasts. Yeah, we are beasts today. There's. Oh, yeah. Always uh, buzz. Uh, uh, me. Uh, to the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. 
I get to see Rachel malfunctioning in real life today. Because it's such a joy. The, I know. The, everyone, the buzz. everyone loves my in-person <laughs> malfunctions. That's what she has on her, her hinge bio. Yeah. Come, and then when people try and date me, they're like, um, yeah. Come, come for the joke, stay for the in-person malfunctioning. <laughs> and the times when she can't make her mind up because she's so hungry. I'm, you know. I'm a catch, so yeah. come at me, guys. Hummus. Bring me hummus, please. Uh, please. Okay. So today, of course, we're talking about the, we are less than, as of releasing this, less than a week away from the, the actual Tony Awards, Tony Awards that yeah. will be aired. That will be aired and not picketed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I, did, I read today that apparently WGA men- members are asking nominees not to go. I know. See, did like, are that? people, yeah, but that's yeah. what I mean. Like, people might not pick it, but are they protesting? Does that mean yeah. that they're not going to go? Like, are you just not going to be there? Yeah. I don't know. I also don't know. I'm yeah. I we just hope some of these people take home some awards. So. Someone's gonna take home the awards. It might be like that time where yeah. what was that musical that never no one from their musical showed up, and the same guy went back on stage like five times to take the awards. I don't remember this. Uh, it was in the mid two thousands before the twenty tens. Wow. I'll figure That's, it out. I gotta do some recall there. Yeah. Um. Something I will say at the top here is that next week, of course, the Tony Awards are Sunday. We normally release episodes on Monday, but we are going to try instead of, obviously, we both work and have jobs and have real lives. What? So we can't stay up till two in the morning recording our reactions to the Tony Awards. But on Monday, we are going to record. And so our reactions to the award show, if there will be, I mean, listen, will there be anything to That's what I'm saying. Are there just going to be testimonials? Like, we'll see. They once again should have called us up. We could have been helpful. They should just do it like they did that one Emmys and at home during COVID and like bring people the Tonys and then just have them talk about. (laughs) Or Steve, like they did Stephen Sondheim's birthday over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. So Aww. we will be releasing our Tony's reactions on Tuesday yes. next week. So be on the lookout for that. If there's not an episode in your feed on Monday, that is why. We'll post all on our socials and everything so you guys remember. Do you remember? <laughs> our Tony's episode will premiere on Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm going to make Tay write a whole verse about it. Yeah, I love it. Good job. My improv that is not my key, but that's good for you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we are doing our predictions. Finally, I feel like we've t- been talking about. I feel it. like everyone knows yeah. what I want to share. We all know. <laughs> we all know. Um, but I'm we so are going to do Rachel and I each. We're going to go through every category. Twenty six, twenty four. Category. I think it's twenty six. So don't skip this episode now that yeah. you heard it's going to be this long. It is. Yeah. Um, but we're going to go through each category. We're going to say what we think should win. Yeah. What we think will win. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, yeah. Or the other way. We're going to th- say what we think will win and what we think we want to win. Yeah. What we think should win. Right. Right. So, so and some of them align, some of them, we yeah. just, I mean, for some, sh- some of the shoulds, you know, I was like, It's sure. so hard because like at some yeah. point I want all of these people to win or all of these categories mm-hmm. to win. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Not categories, but you know what True. I mean? Nominees. Actors, nominees. Yeah. yeah. That was hard. Um, we're going to, before we start though, we're going to just briefly mention some synopsis of the best revival, best new musical, best new play and best revival of a play. So you yeah. guys get a little understanding of what these plays and musicals are about. Yes. 
So we can start. We can start with revival of play. I'll start. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. So um, give us the nominees and then give us a little synopsis right. for each. So one. the best revivals of a play are A Doll's House, uh, The Piano Lesson, The Sign in Sydney Brewstein's Window, which might be the longest title ever. And Not ever, no. Top Dog slash Underdog. Top Dog, Underdog. So, A Doll's House, which wa- premiered in 1879. So, this is an old play. Ooh. The play concerns the fate of a married woman who, at the time in Norway, lacked reasonable opportunities for self-fulfillment in a male-dominated world. My synopses are also very short, so. Yeah. We're not we giving you the whole plot. That. If you need the whole plot. Yeah, that's right. Um, I love you, and also I might need the whole plot. True. But, like, if you're really, you know, we can't give you the whole plot of everything. Yeah, so we'll st- the play <laughs> concerns the fate of a married woman who at the time in Nor- Norway lacked reasonable opportunities for self-fulfillment in a male-dominated world. Ooh. And apparently, so they, there was some reworking, um, rewriting on this play. Because um, weren't there, like, part one and part two or whatever? Yeah, part ago? two was written later yeah. by a man. Right. I will say. Oh. Um, and the acclaimed playwright, Amy Herzog, re, um, made it fresh and relevant for today's audiences. Thanks, so, Amy. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Uh, our next uh, nominee of Best Revival of Musical, August Wilson's The Piano Lesson. This Ooh. is a battle is brewing in the Charles household at the center lies the family's prized heirloom piano on one side a brother plays to build the family fortune by selling it plans to build the family fortune by selling it on the other a sister who will go to any length to keep it and preserve the family history only their uncle stands in between but even he can't hold back the ghosts of their past dun 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 that sounds really good yeah wait you've never read the piano no we talked about this August Wilson. Next one, the sign in Sydney Brewstein's window, Mrs. Maisel and Poe Dameron from Star Wars. The play <laughs> is a That's story. That's what it's actually exactly. about, just their crossover. The play is a story about a man named Sydney, his pitfalls with his personal life and struggles in bohemian culture. It encompasses themes of marriage, Judaism, race, Suicide, homosexuality, political corruption, interracial love, and prostitution. The play also explores individual characters learning to cope with life and the meaning of commitment. Wow. I know. This is uh, the uh, last stage play by Lorraine Hansberry, who is the author of A Raisin in a Sun. Ah. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. Oh, wow. See, you learn something new every day. Yep. And our final uh, Best Revival of a Play nomination, Top Dog, Underdog, which, again, like the other name of this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, um, read the synopses first. You're right. The play chronicles <laughs> the adult lives of two African-American brothers as they cope with poverty, racism, work, women, and their troubled upbringings. Uh-oh. Uh-oh heard this was great yes i heard yeah. this is amazing so those are our best revivals of a play rachel what about the new plays give us our best play nominees mm. ain't no mo ain't no mo between riverside and crazy cost of living fat ham and leopoldstadt so 
Ain't No Mo is a play that consists of a series of sketch comedy style vignettes um, by Jordan E. Cooper. And essentially the premise is it's set in an alternate present where the United States government has put forward a program to buy every black person in America who wishes a one-way ticket to Africa. And the vignettes portray how this program affects various characters. Um, I will, one thing notable about this show is that Cooper is the youngest black American to make his Broadway debut playwriting debut at the age of 27. That's wild. Yeah. And a double nominee for best play and for featured actor in a play. So love that. Wild. Between Riverside and Crazy is a 2014 play um, written by Stephen Adley Jurgis. Jurgis? Love it. I'm not sure that's how you say his name. Also a Pulitzer Prize for drama winning. Mm. Um, Essentially, Pops Washington is a retired New York City policeman. His wife has died and his son, Junior, has just been released from jail and they live in a rent-controlled apartment on Riverside Drive in New York City. Junior's girlfriend, Lulu, and Oswald, a recovering addict, also spend time uh, at the apartment, and Walter has been pursuing a discrimination suit against the police department because he was accidentally shot by another police officer. So, that is Between Riverside and Crazy. So, if it was written in 2015, won the Pulitzer Prize in 2015. But it didn't transfer to Broadway. Until this year. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yep. What a wild uh, ride that must have been. Um, the cost of living also had an off-Broadway run in 2017, um, and won the 2018 Pulitzer Prize for Drama. Crazy. Whoa, lots of Pulitzers in here. I know. So it examines two pairs of relationships that been between disabled and abled persons and one, one between John, a graduate student with cerebral palsy and his female caregiver, Jess, and the other, other between Annie or Annie, I don't actually know how you pronounce her name, Mm -hmm. who became a quadriplegic following a tragic accident and her ex-husband, Eddie, an unemployed truck driver. So that is the cost of living. Fat Mm. fat ham. Fat fat ham. Fat ham. (laughs) It is a play, which is an adaptation of William Shakespeare's Hamlet. And it also, in 2022, won the Pulitzer Prize for drama. So we have some heavy hitters here. Wow. Um, and then last but certainly not least, Leopoldstadt uh, is a play directed or is a play by Sir Tom Stoppard. Is that how you say that? And is set mm. uh, among the wealthy Jewish community in Vienna in the first half of the 20th century and follows lives of a prosperous Jewish family who had fled um, the East. And what else do I know about this? Nope, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Perfect, because if I say more, then I will have to say a lot more. So, yeah, yeah, those are our best plays. Oh my gosh, so many plays. I know, and there's so many musicals too, so don't worry. Do you want to do best revival of a musical now? I do. So what are the revivals? Revivals of a musical. We have first Camelot. <laughs> Yay. Well, last Camelot. Camelot is the story. King Arthur fi- founds the kingdom of Camelot and the Knights of the Round Table who fight for justice and right only to see his ideal crumble when his wife Guinevere falls in love with his favorite knight, Sir Lancelot. Sir Lancelot. Wow. Re, um, the script rewritten by Aaron Sorkin this season. So, uh, yeah, exciting. 
Amazing. Exciting. Uh, yeah. Our next one is <gasps> Into the Woods. Into the Woods. This is a story, of course, of a bunch of fairy tales intertwining the baker and the baker's wife, Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, mm-hmm. and Cinderella all coming together to make one wonderful i'm, Did I'm you showing say rapunzel? my cards here. you didn't oh, rapunzel, you didn't even say that in the witch and the witch yeah yeah but what is the witch from rapunzel oh oh, oh wait, wait 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 yeah tangled hello <laughs> yeah all coming together and and the narrator of course and oh, yeah, uh all coming together him. and um coinciding all their stories coming together to try and you know get some babies and beans and giants uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. And yeah. be younger. Yes. And be Great. younger. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that description is that wonderful. was amazing. Yeah. Our next one is Parade. This is the uh, starring Michaela Diamond and Ben Splat himself. Benny. Benny, <laughs> Benny P. <laughs> Benny P. Why have we never said that? I love that. I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. This tells the good. true story of the. 19, I think it's like 12, I want to say, um, trial of Leo Frank for the murder and I believe also rape of Mary Fagan. And, um, but it also has the back backdrop of a love story between him and his wife, like kind of like coming together and, and, and strengthening their relationship, kind of juxtaposing this trial that he is going through in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so that is Parade. Parade. Yeah. And then last but not least, we have uh, Teeny Sod. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Guys, uh, listen, last week was really hard. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, which is about, I mean, it's basically self-explanatory, but it is about a man who comes back to London after he spent time in jail, right? He was in jail? I think he was in jail. Yeah. And he basically decides to become a murderous barber, and they take all him and his partner, co co co-partner, take all the people and put them into pies and make meat pies Yep, and make human flesh meat pies bones and all tim timothy chalamet style no and, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's also there's also some love story in it and moral his conundrum and, yeah and um lots of killing so a lot of blood yeah, a lot of lot meat of blood. and Josh wow Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best yeah. revivals of a musical. <laughs> Those are the best Almost of all musical. of them involve death of some kind. You're you're absolutely so. Right. I love that yeah, for us, yeah. Rachel. Hey. And, fi- and last but not least, tell last us about the best least. musicals okay. of this year. Best musicals. The nominees are Anne Juliet, Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. Mm. First, Anne Juliet. Uh, is a jukebox musical, as we've t- discussed, um, yes. with a songwriter, Max Martin. Uh, and it is the adaptation of Romeo and Juliet, where Juliet does not die at the end. Whoa. That was, so we have two Shakespearean kind of yeah. re-adaptations mm-hmm. on Broadway. Yep. The next is Kimberly Akimbo, uh, which is based off of a... 2001 book yeah uh comedy or play by the same name yeah um sorry book as in book of the play sorry that's what i meant 
Uh, and essentially, uh, this teenage girl suffers from a condition where she ages four to five times faster than normal. Um, and it centers on her 16th birthday mm-hmm. when her body is around 90 years old. Um, and there's a lot of family drama that also is included. Her mom is a mess. This is a real... Um Curious case of Benjamin Button. Sort of, but the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he get younger? Yeah. Well, he he was born. Yes, he gets younger. Yeah. So the other way. Uh, Anyway, it's it's really good, and it's uh, based off a a what? And uh, the dad is an alcoholic, and there's an aunt involved, and she's crazy. Her name is Kim, and she uh, (laughs) she really just trying to work schemes. So love it. That is Kimberly Akimbo. Is the aunt Bounty Mulligan? Yes. Okay. Nominee that we'll talk about later. New York, New York is based off of the 1977 film, but with some new uh, music and lyrics by none other than Lynn. Well, Fred Ebb wrote the music, uh, but... A new, my new lyrics. New lyrics, yes, by Lynn. Thank you. But originally based off of the New York... The 1977 musical film um directed oh yes yeah sorry no no go ahead liza minnelli and robert de niro and directed by martin scorsese yes lest us forget scene have you seen no no cool um it's set on vj day in 1945 um the new york nightclub and essentially chaos ensues i don't really know that much about it it's about a bunch of like musicians like wanting to make it big Right, and there's two time jumps in it, I believe. One that happened seven years after VJ Day, and something about the record. I don't want to give it all away, but yeah. essentially, someone gets a record deal. Whoa. I think. Wow. On the top track. And Ryan. Uh, it might be him. <laughs> we don't know. We don't. Know. I like how I'm giving my synopsis and also not all giving you all the synopsis. I do know is that the, the finale is New York, New York. That's all I know. I don't know if you knew that. The but finale what? of the show is the song New York, New York. What song? What is New York, New, New York? York? Start spreading the news. That's just, uh, that's why it's called New York, New York. I'm leaving. Yeah. You didn't uh. know that? No, because in my mind, when I say New York, New York, all I think is on the town. It's uh, a hell of a right. town. No, it's the I want to be a part of it. New York. Yeah. New York. Like the, yeah. the New York song? Yeah. Okay, moving on. I've heard on. you uh, want to be like live in New York after you see it, so... Well, like it's a very New York But show. it's set in 1945 and then seven years after that. So, yeah, I'm sure we would like to live in 1945 New York. True. Less rats, maybe. I don't know. Okay. The next Less one. podcast. Sure. The, ne- the next one is Shucked. I also will not give this full plot away. Mm. Uh, but essentially it is. Farm to Fable. Farm to Fable. There are two <laughs> residents of this Midwestern community of Cobb County and they're forced to postpone their wedding because the corn is dying. Um, and uh, Maisie... That's why they po- postponed the wedding is because the corn's dying? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. And Maisie, <laughs> one of the people who was going to get married, uh, she decides that she's going to try and leave town and save the corn. And Maisie tr- travels to Tampa, Florida. Crazy. Tampa! Where, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where she meets best. Gordy Jackson, who is a con man. We're who helps. Cards a little bit. Who claims th- um, he can help... 
Um, but secretly, he might find the riches that he needs in Cobb County to settle his debts. They return to Cobb County. Gordy becomes into conflict with both the per- both people who were going to get married and the cousin Lulu. And essentially, one thing leads to another, and that's where I'm leaving it. Well, okay. It's about corn. It is mostly about corn, actually. Yeah. Okay, some like it hot. Some do like it hot. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> based off of a movie of the same title, crazy how quite a few are like that. Yep. Uh, it's set in Chicago when Prohibition has everyone, quote, thirsty for a little excitement. Mm. It's a story of two musicians who are forced to flee the Windy City after witnessing a mob hit with gangsters hot on their (laughs) heels, quotes. These are quotes. They catch a cross train, country train. Wow, not a cross train. They catch a a cross country train for the life chasing, life changing trip of a lifetime. But also there's a lot politically that's maybe also happening that's similar. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Those were our best play and best um, musical, best revival of play and best revival of a musical. Did we do a good job? Probably not, but I that's okay. So. 30 minutes in. <laughs> I can't. Here we are. Um, yeah, now we get so, to the good stuff. The good, Yeah, if the you goods. Will. That's right. The predictions. Ooh. This won't be long at all. We're just going to go through now. We're going to literally just fly yeah, by. Fly, fly by. That's right. I mean, we can fly through we're some of flying. the technical stuff. But we're flying. Flying. Yeah. So, we're going to start from the bottom and go all the way to the top. And did we decide we're going to say what we want to win and then what we think will win or what we think will win and then what we want to win? I think we should start with what we think will win. Okay. So, I'll go first okay. since you just talked. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, best orchestrations. We're starting there. Okay. Lots of nominees. Um, Are we going to read the nominees? Yeah, I'll read the nominees. Okay, great. We got John Clancy, Kimberly Akimbo, Brian Carter, and Charlie Rosen, Some Like It Hot, Sam Davis and Daryl Waters, New York, New York, Dominic Falacaro and Bill Sherman for Ian Juliet, and Jason Howland for Shushashucked. Shushashucked. Yeah, I'm just going to say it like that from now on. Um, the, one, the one that I think is going to win, I think there could be multiple ideas. There can't. Oh. No, not multiple. Well, there could be multiple winners if they I want. Guess. They can do whatever they want. But I think there could there is a possibility of a couple of these winning is what I'm saying. But I think the one that has the biggest chance is John Clancy for Camellia Kimbo. That is my Oh wow. Number one choice. Okay. For what I think will win. Okay. My should win slash that also what I think could win. Is Brian Carter and Charlie Rosen for some like it hot? Those are my two. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What about you? So what I think will win is uh, who I think will win um, is Sam Davis and Daryl Waters with New York, New York. Oh. Uh, and who I want to win is Jason Howland with Shuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think everything. Not all we're of mine are shocked. Okay, we're just predicting. Listen. We're just pred- I mean, I have a lot of shocked. Not too. all of mine are shocked. I just think, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know how. Ma- I don't have many Kimberly Akimbo things on here. Okay. For winning, I, okay. I'll, I'll say that right ahead. Yeah. But I think if they want to give it, and it's a pretty like the score is very pretty, and I think the orchestrations go alongside with that. Yeah, I think so. that that's why I think of New York, New York, and I think. 
I think that that it might win there. Yeah. But honestly, you know, who, who might actually win is something like it hot because they might sweep these Tonys and yeah. I'll be intrigued we'll be to see. I know. I know. Okay. Best choreography. What do you got? For best choreography, the nominees are S- Stephen Hoggett, Sweeney Todd, the Demer, Demon Barber, Fleet Street. I'm going to say that slower <laughs> next time. And Casey Nicola, Some Like It Hot, Susan Stroman, New York, New York, Jennifer Weber and Juliet, and Jennifer Weber, K-pop. Mm. Who I think will win is Susan Stroman for New York, New York. Nice. And who I would like to win is Casey Nicola, Some Like It mm. Hot. I know. I have should and who I think will win is Susan Stroman. Oh, for New York, New York. I love that. Yeah, okay. I love her. I think she, yeah. you know, Casey and her have both won Tonys. Yes. So they, it's not like they need it. Um, but I do <laughs> think Casey does have, like, there definitely is uh, a discussion to be had that he could win. Yeah. So. I agree. Again. But I think Susan Stroman's going to take this. Yeah. Best scenic design of a musical. Ooh. We have, I know, Kay Harada for New York, New York, Scott Lear and Alex Newman for Into the Woods, Gareth Owen and Juliet, John Shivers, Shucked, and Nevin Steinberg for Swinney Todd, The Demon Barber Fleet Street. I have what will win is Scott Lear and Alex Newman for Into the Woods. I know. It's kind of a little hopeful situation. Because I really want... Is that what you want to win, too? What I have want to win is... I think I did... Yeah, Anne Juliet. I have Anne Juliet. Oh. Just because I think, like... Gareth Owen. Sound design. Like, that's... It's probably difficult because it's a lot of... Not that any of the other ones aren't difficult, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's a piece of because cake, it's I'm a sure. lot of like pop music, a and also like music that people have already heard. So how do you make it mm. like fresh, but also sound like the songs that everybody know and love? So yeah, that's I mean that's a good point. Yeah, what yeah. about you? Who I think will win is Nevin Stein. <laughs> Bless you. Hello. Who I think will win is Nevin Steinberg, uh, mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber. Definitely a possibility. And then who I would. Excuse me. Taylor is allergic to I me. Know. And who I'm I allergic w- to Sweeney Todd. That's what it is. <laughs> and who I would like to win is Scott Lear and Alex Newman for Into the Woods. Yeah. Yeah. I think the two song time. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that as I, I was know. doing it. Yay, me. Okay. Best sound design of a play. Mm. The nominees are Jonathan Deans and Taylor Williams for Ain't No Mo, Carolyn Downing, Life of Pi, Joshua D. Reed. Hey, spelled wrong. Hey, yeah. A Christmas Carol. Ben Ringham and Max Ringham, A Doll's House. Ben Ringham and Max Ringham, Prima Fashi. Fashi. That's right. What are we going to say? I think it's Prima Fashi. Okay. Fashi. That's right. Fashi. Um, I have Jonathan Deans and Taylor Williams for Ain't No More as my will win. Oh. I think they will. Also, okay. listen, little partial Taylor. There's my names in there. There. So, uh, there, there. and I think Ain't No More is going to take some awards. And I think this is a way to to honor that shit. The Pulitzer Prize. I mean, listen, there's a lot of Pulitzer Prize winning. Yeah. Place. I think could win is Ben Ringham and Max Ringham for A Doll's House. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I have Joshua D. Reed winning this for Christmas Carol. 
Nice. Because uh, wow. I think that's the only one Christmas Carol is going to walk away with. And I think that my want is Bing, Ben Ringham and Max Ringham for Prima Fasci. Ooh, okay. Nice. Crazy. I know. I, love I, love, I like that we're different. I, me too. Know, it's, it's kind fun. of fun. Um, best lighting design of a musical. We have Ken Billington, New York, New York. Lap Chi Chu for Camelot. Heather Gilbert for Parade. Howard Hudson for Anne Juliet. Natasha Katz for Some Like It Hot. And Natasha Katz for Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Ooh. Ooh. What do you got? So I have Howard Hudson from Anne Juliet winning. Wow. Nice. And who I would like to win is actually Lap Chi Chu for Whoa, Camelot. Oh, cool. Okay. I've just seen all of the, the photos yeah. of the lighting design for Camelot. And I think... Uh, we can talk about this when we talk at the end, but, mm-hmm. uh, my two cents is that Camelot's actually not going to get as much love as we might, one might think. And I do think that it no might, acting nominations, right. And so. I do think it might get some, some love in this category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have Natasha Katz winning for Sweeney Todd. Oh, because I think that's fair. The lighting for that show. I think even with the promos, like the lighting so specific. Yeah and classic and mm-hmm. wonderful but i who i want to win is ken billington for new york new york because i think the the lighting the scenery all of the it just works so really well beautiful. together the pictures are just gorgeous as yeah. i've talked about before so that's that's my mm. uh lighting design of i this love that musical. best lighting design of a play neil austin leopoldstadt natasha chivers prima fasci mm-hmm. john clark a doll's house Bradley King, Fat Ham, Tim Lutkin, Life of Pi, Jen Sh- Shriver, Shriver, yeah, that's yep. that's it, Shriver, Shriver, Jen Shriver, Shriver, whatever, Death of Come a Salesman. We appreciate you, Jen, yep. and Ben Stanton, A Christmas Carol, and who I have both as what I want and what I think will win are the same, and that is Tim Lutkin, Life of Pi. Whoa, I love that. I stand behind that for this category. Good, good choice. I have winning Bradley King for Fat Ham. Ah, okay. Fat Ham, who I want to win, Neil Austin, Leopoldstadt. I also think that is a possibility that Leopoldstadt could just take every category that it's in. I think you might be right. Yeah, because it had the most. It's the same with some like it hot. It's the same nominee. Ah, it's so many. I I know. know. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Best costume design of a musical. These are so fun. Also, all of these are so different. Yeah. True. Greg Barnes, Some Like It Hot. Sophia Cho and Clint Ramos, K-pop. Susan Hilferty. 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 Parade, Red Hills of Georgia. Jennifer Moeller, Camelot. Paloma Young and Juliet and Donna Zawinski, New York, New York. Zawaska? Zawaska. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I don't know why I said Zawinski. You know I don't know how to read, so. And Donna Zawaska, New York, New York. (laughs) I guess I should have her name right because that is uh, who I picked (laughs) who should win. Oh, really? Yeah. So who do you or, think? Or, or who will win? Okay, I'm sorry. so I'm getting my colors mixed. Who color coded this? <laughs> we Rachel did. We I, did I color code out it. these ratchet. Listen, guys, they didn't have any ballots online, and I thought they would, and so I screenshotted all the Wikipedia. Kind of like it though. Yeah, it is nice. I guess. So who do you have that you want to win? Paloma Young and Juliet. So I, mean, those I costumes are great. 
Yeah, so yeah. I have the same for what I want to win is Paloma Young and Juliet, but nice. who I think will win is Greg Barnes, Some Like It Hot. Because mm, okay. I've kept hearing, you know, today, yeah. yesterday, as of recording this, there was an interview with Seth Rudesky and whoever else is on Sirius XM Radio on the Broadway channel. That was really close to my face. I'm so sorry. And... um. They were were talking to the stars and they were talking to Casey Nicola and they were saying how they interviewed all these people who had come out of the show and everyone said like it's a big Broadway show and there was this one quote where it's like we don't make them like that anymore Mm -hmm. which um but my argument again is like New York New York is the same right like I don't know I I've got some I've got some issues here which we will talk about when we get to the best musical category but I think that people are taken with this, like these, both of these are set in, you know, different time periods and people really right. think a lot about them. And I would say for both New York, New York and some like it not and, and Juliet, all of them have big dancey numbers. Yeah. There's costume changes, I think for at least some of the chorus, if not also the, the front line, whereas like parade and um, Camelot, I think that most of the outfits are the same throughout well philippa does have a pink dress for lusty month of may and a red dress at the end of the show listen so a little bit different yeah but i mean when you're thinking about 28 different (laughs) costumes versus three i think the angelette costumes are arguably the most unique i like i have not seen the k-pop costumes yeah um and this is possible where k-pop is might might win I actually think Parade is like the most surprising nomination out yeah, of all of these because they're just like suits. And I agree. Like, why yeah. isn't Shucked in there then? Right. Why isn't Kimberly Kimbo in there right, then? Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Don't at me. Yes. Anyway, best, best costume. costume design of a play. <laughs> I thought we were going to finish it together. <laughs> Sorry. I'll um, Nick Barnes and Finn Caldwell and Tim Hatley for Life of Pi. Dominique Fawn Hill for Fat Ham. Bridget. Reifenstuhl Stuhl for Leopoldstadt, Emilio Sosa for Eight No Mo, and Emilio Sosa for Goodnight Oscar. We have so many double nominees. So many in these technical categories. Yeah, yeah it's wild. Uh, what about what do you got? So who I think will win is Dominique Fawn Hill for Fat Ham. Okay, those co- those uh, costumes look awesome. Mm. Um, although. It might be tied with Leopoldstadt in my mind. Who I would like to win is actually Nick Barnes, Finn Codwell, and Tim Hatley. Let me tell you why. Because there is no special category for puppeteering. Yeah, yeah. And this is like where I, this or the scenic design, like scenic design, mm-hmm. which I also might have them right. as winning, right. um, are like the two places where I'm like, this is where I want you to shine through specifically for this puppetry award. Yeah. If there was a separate award, I'd feel fine about not wanting them to win this so bad. I like that. Yeah. I have Bridget uh, Stuhl for Leopoldstadt as my will win, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And uh, lots of different eras. There's like three different eras in that show, so yeah. that makes sense to me. And also, it's just a popular show right now. It's super it's popular. popular. But I do have Nick Barnes, Finn Caldwell, and Tim Hatley for Life of Pi as my should. Okay. Those costumes are really... And they're just very unique and very different. Yeah. I think Fat Hammer Ain't No Mo are very sim. I mean, maybe they're not similar, but they feel similar esque as far as costumes. Goodnight um, Oscar is also surprising on here. Yes, it's it's just like suits and 
boring I mean, I, I understand I that that's a costume design yeah. and someone, it's their entire livelihood. So I'm not right. trying to like belittle the fat it. The suit they put on Sean Hayes. He wears a fat suit I in the know, show. I know, yeah. I know. I can't with But this. it is crazy that Emily Sosa did Ain't No Mo and Goodnight Oscar. Yeah, They're very different. They are different. Yeah. Speaking of people who did two very different shows. Mm. Best scenic design of a Love musical. It. What a transition. Are we done? Yeah, are we no, you're good. Okay, the nominees are <laughs> Beowulf, Borat. Beowulf. That's right, right? Yeah. New York, New yeah. York. <laughs> Mimi Lynn, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Michael Yergin and 59 Productions, Camelot, Scott Pask, Shucked, and Scott Pask, Some Like It Hot. Mm. Okay. What do you got? What do you have? Oh. Huh? I have Will winning... Beowulf bore it for New York, New York. Wow. Yes. Okay. And also, I think it should win. Oh. I think it should win as well. That was like a... Ah. I know. But I also have Scott Pask here winning for Some Like It Hot. Also, maybe winning. Okay. So, those are my two. But I think Beowulf should take it. Those sets are freaking gorgeous. They're so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how they did them. What Who I you? think will win... Is Mimi Lin from Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. And who I would like to win, which is, is not going to happen, shocked. but it is shocked. Scott Pass. set like a lot, though? Is, yeah. I thought it looks very minimal to no, me. No, but they do a lot of props and props okay. is set. And, right. and Corn props. Yeah, and lighting, like lighting props on stage. Like, it's really well. It's it, it, If mm. I hadn't seen it, this is the other thing that their promo is so not. It's just the first stage right. setting you see it's not everything although it is minimal but mm-hmm. it's nice i like it anyway it looks hamilton-esque the prop the the set it reminds me of hadestown okay cool sort of but corn but there is but hadestown in hamilton has a turntable they both this does not have a turntable oh, so okay nope okay cool best scenic design of a play love it here we are miriam boother love it Prima Fasci, Andre, well, no, Andres Golding, and Tim Hatley, Life of Pi, mm-hmm. Rachel Hauk, Goodnight Oscar, Richard Hudson, Leopoldstadt, Di- Dane, Diane, Dane, Dane, mm-hmm. La- Laffery, Laffery, guys, can I read? And Lucy McKinnon, A Christmas Carol. Who do you have? Okay, so now looking at the, I did put Richard Hudson, Leopoldstadt for winning. Okay. But I think. Diane Laffery and Lucy McKinnon could win for Christmas Girl. I think that could be a possibility. Yeah. But I have should winning Life of Pi. I'm not going to read Tim Hatley and Andrews Golding winning. I think the, I mean, again, I think that could go along with the puppetry, mm-hmm. the lighting, lighting the co- like all of it the bringing staging, it together. The boat. Yeah. yeah, yeah the boat. I have them as winning and what might I want them. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I know. All right, we're getting into two categories that are deep breaths. Hot. Some like it hot, you might say. Yeah. Some like it hot is, just in case we want to know, almost nominated for every freaking category. You're right, except the place. Best original (laughs) score, music and or lyrics, written for the theater. Written for the theater. I love when they, I love that part of this category. (laughs) Uh, Almost famous, Tom Kitt and Kim Crow, music and lyrics, Kim and Crow lyrics. Um, the first nomination we talked about this before, but first nomination we've seen for Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Akimbo, Janine Tesori, music, David Lindsay, a bear, lyrics, K-pop, 
Helen Park and Max Vernon music and lyrics. Shucked, Brandy Clark and Shane McNally. McNally. McNally, thank you. Mm -hmm. Music and lyrics. And Some Like It Hot, Mark Shaman music and lyrics and Scott Whitman lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) This might be like one of the craziest. This was so hard. It's definitely one of the craziest I kind of, it's like when you know that your credit card statement is due soon, but you just kind of, (laughs) you really want that sushi anyway. And so you just like swipe your card. It's like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, that was kind of what I did with the highlighter here. And so who I think will win, which this is, like, probably maybe also not true. I really think that this is not anyone's category, but there are three nominees in particular where I'm like, it could be any of you right. three. I really don't know. But who well, I... Well, the three that are nominated for Best Musical. Yes. But who yeah. I think who I think will win, and going on the record for that, is Kimberly Akimbo, Janine Tesori, wow. and David Lindsay Abair. Yes. Wow. And who I want to win, although I don't not want Kimberly Akimbo to win. Yeah. Because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who I want to win is Brandy Clark and Shane yeah. McNally with Shucked. Because we've talked about this before, but this is the only original non-source yes. material yes. musical yeah. on stage. And so they literally, yeah. out of freaking nowhere, before the corn yeah. song was th- a thing on TikTok, mm-hmm. made these music, this music and lyrics. The K-pop may be original, like original K-pop. I'm yes. not sure. Yes. But um, but K-pop is a thing that exists. Right, right. Although small towns are a thing that exists in corn too. So yeah. But the fair. But the show is original. Yeah. Like very original. Yeah. I have Some Like It Hot winning. Yeah will win Uh. i think it's it's a little undeniable but also it's hard because this is one of the categories we have not seen any precursor award shows done so we're really kind of pulling like a lot of the performing categories we've already seen some winners and what's hard is this is the beginning of what could be the boxing out right Right, like and that's what's so hard about when you but they could pair this a thing like they did like six one score yeah and Strange Loop won musical. So yep. they could do that again this year. Yep. Shocked winning score or vice versa. Yeah. Which would be amazing. I know. I have shocked winning score. I think it's incredible. I have actually not listened to Some Like It Hot, the album. I have. That, and it's, it's, it's great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But I. So I need yeah. to do that. It's hard. Best book of a musical. Okay. We have Anne Juliet, David West Reed, who it is spelled the same way. I know. Wow. Fun. Amazing. Are we related, David? Call him up. David's my middle name. <laughs> hey, um. Kimberly Akimbo, David Lindsay Abair. Wait, wait. I'm just noticing this. There are three Davids in this category. Yeah, I know. It's New York, crazy. New York, David Thompson, and Sharon Washington. Shocked, Robert Horn, and Some Like It Hot, Matthew Lopez, and Amber Ruffin. This one was somewhat easier for me, just based off of what mm. I, what I have heard in interviews and what the vibe was last week in two weeks in New York yeah. ago, and that's both want and think will win is Robert Horn with Shock. Okay, I have um, will win Robert Horn, but I think could win is something like it hot. Yeah. I think there's definitely a possibility. Well, and I think this but. is what we were just talking about. This is this moment where, um, I think that. Even if Shucked walks away with nothing else besides a category we'll talk about in the future, which I think is the one category they, I'm pretty sure they'll walk away with. Right. I think this is the category yes. that they are going to, I think the the Tony um, voters might tip their hat to because it truly is so original. Mm-hmm. This book is so original. We did yeah. not adapt it from anything. Um, and I think 
I really think that that's where people are going to say, wow, how do you, and how do you commit to making these jokes funny and not, Mm -hmm. and, and, and enough for a good audience where you're selling tickets. Yeah. And Robert Horn, a past Tony winner for Tootsie. Yes. Um, Did he win? He did. Oh. Sure did. Okay, great. I saw <laughs> so that, that show too. That, so I mean, so Matthew Lopez and Amber Ruffin have not won before. Yeah, that's so that fair. So that tips might be. Their hat. Yeah. And you have, um, they are the, well, I don't know about David Thompson and Sharon Washington, but I believe they're, Matthew Lopez and Amber Ruffin are the only, first of all, only woman in the category and, and only uh, minorities in the category. Yeah. So that, not that that is a, but sometimes that, you know, people vote yeah. like humans. For sure. So Absolutely. that could be a, a factor as well we'll see and that's not a discrediting factor no it's just, no not at all not yeah. at all it's just yeah something to think about oh these next two categories i can't <sighs> i can't best it? direction of a musical the nominees are michael arden parade lair de bassinet into the wood into the wads into lear, the wo- lear de bassinet to bassinet yeah. no bassinet yeah. It's not a bassinet. No, no, it's not. There's no T at the end. It's French. Yes, it is French. Lear de Bassinet, Into the Woods, Casey Nicola, Some Like It Hot, Mm -hmm. Jack O'Brien, Shucked, Jessica Stone, Kimberly Akimbo. Love it. Once again, the category is Best Direction of a Musical. Yes, yes. You said that. I know, but I felt I need to reiterate (laughs) it. (laughs) Um, I think Michael Arden is going to win. Mm. I think there's no stopping him. Mm. Um, however, I want a double win for Lear and Jack O'Brien. <laughs> that's that's so I, funny. That's who I, I want to win. So I think part of my who I think will win comes from me thinking that they aren't going to win best choreography. Okay. Um, and that is, I think that Casey Nicola is going to walk away with this from some like, like it hot. Um, who I want to win is a tie between... Lair de Bassonet mm-hmm. and Jack O'Brien. Okay. That's what I said. I know. Yeah. For wants. But <laughs> yes. we have different who we think will True. win. Michael Arden, I I mean, like. I think it's his time. I think Casey Nicola's already won. Yes. I just think that he's. I, it's so hard because Casey Nicola is the, like, the, the sweetheart right now. Right. I think. And he went into the show. I know. But I think Michael Arden, like he was nominated for Once on this Island. I think he was nominated for the Spring Awakening revival because he directed that. I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like he's been nominated a couple of times. He hasn't won. He's very loved within the community. Yeah. I think this is his time. And I think he won the Drama League for directing. I think. Yeah. I yes. think he's going to win. Yes. We will see. We Time will tell. Best direction of a play. We have Shaheem Ali for Fat Ham. Joe Bonnie for Cost of Winning Living, Jamie Lloyd for A Doll's House, Patrick Marber for Leopoldstadt, Stevie Walker Webb for Ain't No Mo, and Max Webster for Life of Pi. What you got? <laughs> Who I think will win is Patrick Marber for Leopoldstadt. That's what I have. I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty confident. Feeling pretty confident on that. Mm. Who I think. I think Jamie Lloyd also could take it for a doll's house. Yes, but I think mm, I, I who I, but who I want to win is Sahim Ali for Faham. Okay, I have um, Stevie Walker Webb for Ain't No More. Yeah, those are good choices. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. here's this is one category I'm not gonna lie where I'm like this is a really good category. Yeah, 
Like Very they did a good sad. job, and I want to like yeah. high five all of these. And they really directors. represented the whole gambit. Like, yeah, I really, I really feel like it's same with the direction of a musical though. Like it's they're both. Yeah, great. that's fair. But I really, this is the one where I'm like, oh, this is so good, yeah. so hard. All right, so we're finally into some performance categories. Brace yourself. Let's start best performance by a featured actress in a musical. I might give it away to who I'm gonna pick. Maybe Julia Lester into the woods. Ruthie Ann Miles, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber, Fleet Street. Bonnie Mulligan. Milligan. I always think it's Mulligan. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Bonnie Milligan, Kimberly Akimbo, Natasha Yvette Williams, Some Like It Hot, and Betsy Wolf and Juliet. You want me to go first? You want to go first? <laughs> you can go first. go first. Who I think will win this is Natasha Yvette Williams from Some Whoa. Like It Hot. I know. Wow. I know. And who I want to win this is Bonnie Milligan. Wow, we have completely different I know. Bonnie Milligan, though, as Aunt Deborah, creating a lot of waves in Lynn's world in this moment. So I think, uh, but, uh, but, you know, it's possible that it's going to go to Julia Lester. I have Julia Lester (laughs) as who will win. I think she, that role is just so juicy. True. Like an apple, red apple. Oh, but it's... And I think she's kind of... Like the only, like I think she's young and new and kind of hot, and I think they'll give it to like <laughs> this, like no, I mean like her, no, I know her, her, her career, her, her like her, her like career. vibe, like yeah. her vibe in the industry yeah. is that like new mm-hmm. young hot person yeah. in the industry. Yeah. So I think they'll give it to. Oh, uh, but I also think should win and or could win is Betsy Wolf and Juliet yeah. the uh, for the opposite reason she's yeah. been around the block she deserves to win she's been there like she, I think this is like only her like second or first or second nomination this is her first nomination yeah, which is crazy. wild which I think we did talk about mm-hmm. on our, but I think also she and uh, she's very loved again within the community yeah. so I think it could Absolutely. go to her yeah it could for sure yeah best performance by a featured actor in a musical i mean come on we all know that but yeah. kevin cahoon shucked justin cooley kimberly akimbo kevin de aguila some like it hot jordan donico camelot first camelot um performance award performance award and then alex newell for shucked so let's no, say it together <laughs> no shock here yeah. um i have who i think will win and who i yep. want to win as alex it's newell for shucked for and shucked. the only way that that can't be true is justin cooley taking this but yes that is true yeah i agree yeah but i think it's clearly alex newell's to to lose yeah yeah, if Alex doesn't maybe, walk away with this, it's... Maybe the easiest award of the night. Yeah. I, yeah. Truly, I think yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Great. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Best performance by a featured actress in a play. Nikki Crawford, Fat Ham. Love it. Crystal Lucas Perry, Ain't No Mo. Mm. Miriam Silverman, The Sign in Sydney Burstein's Window. Brewstein's, gosh. Brewstein's window. Bru- in Brewster's window. Brewstein's is what I always yeah. say, like the Bearstein yeah. Bears. Bearstein. Katie Sullivan, Bear Cost Boy. of Living. And Kara Young, Cost of Living. Who do you have as uh, I got um, Crystal Lucas Perry for Ain't No Mo. Winning, as, as who's going to win? Sh- uh, who, I, who will win? Yeah. Okay. And then I have Nikki Crawford for Fat Ham. As should. who should win? Yeah. So I have Nikki Crawford as who will win. Ooh. Spicy. And I have Kara Young. Okay. As who should win. Yeah. I think, again, 
we don't know much about this category, so that's... I, I mean, don't know as much. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that I don't think... Um, I could be wrong, um, but I don't think that the sign in Sydney Brewstein's window is going to walk <laughs> away with yeah. any Tonys. There wasn't much love because they didn't nominate the two lead actor and actress. Yeah. And it got revival, but I think just barely by the... Skin, skin of its teeth. Yeah. But I think the... Award voters want to. This is the vibe I get. They want to award Fat Ham and it yeah. ain't no more something. Yes. Something. So I think they could give it here or in the next category. Yeah. So. Speaking of the next category, yeah. best performance by a featured actor in a play: Jordan E. Cooper, Ain't No Mo; mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, The Piano Lesson; Arian Mo, Arian Mohad, A Doll's House, Moed. Yeah, I think that's right. Great. Brandon Uranowitz, Leopoldstadt, and David Zayas, The Cost of Living. Love it. Who do you have as who will win? I have Brandon Uranowitz winning, should win, and will win. Okay. I, I have... think he, it's his time. Mm. Again, speaking of like, they've been around, they're loved by the community. It's his fifth nomination. That's crazy. He's not won. Uh, I know. Um, he's just so talented. He's so talented. So talented. Go yeah. watch. We'll put it in our show notes. There's a Broadway.com video of Paul Wontorek, the the uh, the not CEO but president of Broadway.com, and he goes around with Brandon to all the different theaters that he's been a part of and talks about his career and it's so That's good. So he cute. does it with him and um, Michaela Diamond. Oh, and also, I haven't seen that one. Um, Colton Ryan. So there's some good oh, videos out there. We'll put in our we'll show We'll put notes. all three. So yeah. I have Brandon Uranowitz as who I would like to win. Mm-hmm. But who I think might win is Arian uh, Moyad. Yes. I had him as well. And possibly, again, like I was saying, Jordan E. Cooper. Yeah. Who is the playwright. So if they don't want to give Ain't No Mo best play, possibly, they could right. give him the performance award yep. as well. So right. just some possibilities. We'll see. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Some big ones coming up. Best performance by a leading actress in a musical, Annalie Ashford, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Sarah Borales, Into the Woods, Victoria Clark, Kimberly Akimbo, Lorna Courtney, and Juliet and Michaela Diamond for Parade. Did you just die a little? Yeah. These, <laughs> these leading actor and actress in a musical are like some of the most stacked categories I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, on a whim here, really, who I think will win is Michaela Diamond. Really? In, in Parade. I'm shook. Um, I really think that she might wow. win this. Really? Yeah. I no, think, I know that Annalie Ashford. I think it's Annalie's to lose. Is a close. Yeah. But I really think, I really think that, anyway. Wow. And who I would like to win is Victoria Clark from Kimberly okay. Kimbo. So we have different ones. I think Annalie Ashford is going to take this. I think she's won a Tony before. So Michaela Diamond has not won before. Mm-hmm. But she's never won in musical. She's never won leading Annalie Ashford. Um, very beloved by the community. Yeah. Very beloved. She's gone off and done, t- done TV, but she always comes back yeah. to the theater, which I think. And, and I think this role is beloved. I think Mrs. Lovett is so... And I think Lucille Frank is beloved, but it's not as beloved as Miss Lovett. And I think you can honor Stephen Sondheim with this award. So I think that's why she's going to win. My Who I wish would win is Sarah Brown. Yeah, that makes Brown sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Oh, so great. So good. Yeah. Best performance by a leading actor in a musical, Christian Borle, Some Like It Hot. Wow. G, G, wow. J. Harrison G. Gosh. <laughs> Some Like It Hot. It's hard. Josh Groban, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Brian Darcy James, Into the Woods, Ben Platt, Parade, Colton Ryan, New York, New York. The most stacked category. It is crazy. Not why is there one? I, I already I said this. Know. Why is there one extra we man? We talked about this because they should have put Philippa in leading for just Camelot. Feel some type of way. Wow. Anyway, or we could have had a Shuck nominee. True. In leading actor. Yes. You're absolutely Actress. right, Caroline Inkbinder. Yeah. Inkbiner. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I read or heard Brian Darcy James talk about in an interview that the morning or the next morning of the after the nominations, the Ben Platt oh. texted everyone in the category and they all got lunch together. All the leading actor Crying. and the musical nominees. And I just Can you imagine being so there with them? Am- Can know. you imagine that reservation? No, I know. What is it under? <laughs> is it under Platt? Is it under <laughs> Borel? Like what? It's under Benny P. Yeah. I just... I, I Did like they call Lenny Poo up too? I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Amazing. so who do you have winning this category? I have... Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> Could there be any more suspense? No. Chandler Bing? I have Ben Platt winning this award. <laughs> ben Platt. I, we, we switched up. We have been here, yeah. done this. Yeah. We have literally, remember when the category yeah. nominees were almost all the same I and know. Ben Platt went away with it for Tierran Hansen? I think, you think I it's going to happen again? I think it's going to happen again. I think he is very, I think the show is very hot, just went to the White House. I mean, I don't think Michaela Diamond's going to win because I think Anna Lee has, is just a force um, among nature in the community. But I don't think Josh Groban is as beloved. So I don't think he's going to win. I don't have him winning. Yeah. But I think Ben is beloved. And I think, again, I think if they're going to give anything to Parade, I think they're going to give, I think he is the show. Like, he's literally on stage during the intermission. Like, he's there, like, almost the whole time. So, I think he, I think he's going to win. I think some close second slash shoulds are Jay Harrison G. I think he, they, de- excuse me, they definitely could win. I think they're a huge possibility. But also, I would love to see Brian Doshi James win. Yeah. Wow. Um, I almost stormed out of the room. Brian Doshi James, BDJ, has never won a Tony Award. Yeah. So, here's yeah. who I have as who's going to win this award is Jay Harrison G. Okay. Yeah, not surprising. And who I would like to see win this award is Brian Darcy James. Yeah. I mean, he would be so great. And yeah. I... I think I, he would be so surprised. I wish that Colton Ryan was not in this category. Yeah. In this moment. Yeah. But he'll he's young. No, right? I know. I mean, he's lovely. Yeah. I love him. I think Brian Darcy, it's such a bummer because I, I wonder if almost every time he's nominated, he's like... Well, I'm probably not going to win. It's like, Brian he's up and Josh so many, and um, Christian. He's up against so many great people that and people that are just like, like this season is has just been going toward them. Yeah. That like this role is so great and he's so great and the community loves him, but it's just never like the right, like, um, I don't know. It's yeah. not like the right moment for him. Well, I guess. and one thing that I think we didn't mention at the top of the show, and we should, is that you don't have to, as a Tony voter, for the first time, you don't have to see right. every show. Right. I think that's really going to sway some. Influence. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these. Yeah. We'll see. I think, 
I think we could see a Ben Platt second Tony win. Okay. Well, all right. We'll see. Best performance. By Best a- performance by a leading actress in a play. I almost said musical. Yeah, well. Jessica Chastain, A Doll's House. Jodie Comer, Prima Fosse. Jessica Hetch, Summer 1976. And Audrey McDonald, Ohio State Murders. Who you got? Uh, I have Jodie Comer winning and is who I want to win. Okay. And uh, tipping my hat to Audra McDonald. Love that. I love Jodie Comer. So she uh, she is my should slash I could see winning. Okay. My will win is Jessica Chastain. Mm. I think Jessica Chastain is just... First of all, the Tonys do, unfortunately, sometimes love giving it to movie stars. They do. They love it. Yes. And I think that could... And I think... She's been a surprise. I think people are surprised by, by her how good she is. By how good she is. Yeah. And how much she's already like given to the 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 community. Yeah. Already. So I think she'll be back, but I think she's gonna win. I'm just adding to her egot status. So. <laughs> we love a good egot, though. True. All right. Best performance by a leading actor in a play. We have Yaya Abdul Mateen the second for Top Dog Underdog. Corey Hawkins for Top Dog Underdog, Sean Hayes for Goodnight Oscar, Stephen Mc- McKinley Henderson for Between Riverside and Crazy, and Wendell Pierce for Death of a Salesman. So I think that Stephen McKinley Henderson, Between Riverside and Crazy, is who's going to win this. Wow. Okay. And who I think should win is someone from Top Dog Underdog, mm-hmm. but I put Corey Hawkins. I have heard wonderful things about that show yeah. from numerous people yeah but i think it would be hard to like either give it to both i know or, that's why yeah. it's really that's why i think between riverside and crazy yes. is gonna win because i think we're talking about a split vote on those yeah agreed i have sean hayes winning i think sean uh, hayes is gonna win yeah Back honestly on Broadway, this is the beloved. only yeah. good night oscar yeah. uh nomination that i think might win yeah that i think yeah has a better chance of a different role for him Mm -hmm. and so i think he'll yeah he will take it oh my gosh i'll read best revival of a musical love it best revival so that we'll switch it okay perfect best revival of a musical camelot into the woods parade sweeney todd the demon barber of fleet street the demon barber of fleet street honestly out now on spotify that some of those, that clip that of annalee and joss singing though whoa it's so good i can't what do you think's gonna win parade i also have parade <laughs> winning yeah. yeah yeah this is i uh i think it's really hard for me to envision a world where this doesn't go to parade and my only yeah. second thought on it could potentially be steered to steven sondheim either way um and if so i would want that to be into the woods i agree 100% I am into the woods as my should. Yeah. It has, I think something that is so hard about this, especially is that into the woods is the only one that has had had a limited run on off Broadway, mm-hmm. came to Broadway for a limited run yeah. and now is touring Yeah, and has been so successful and has yeah. really like encouraged so many different theater goers to go. I mean, I think besides Lee Michelle and Funny Girl, which, you know, is a whole thing. Yeah. I think Into the Woods saved has Broadway. revived revivals. Has, yes. And and saved Broadway in a way. Mm. Like it really did bring people back to Broadway this year in the and, and this yeah, whole for this year, new season. 
Yeah, I mean, from last summer to this summer. I mean, it yeah. premiered last summer on Broadway. And that's so. what I think Merrily We Will Roll Along will be. What? You yeah. can hear that from me. Yeah. Okay, best right. revival of a play. A Doll's House, The Piano Lesson, The Sign in Sydney Brewstein's Window, Top Dog, Underdog, and Who I Think Will Win and Who Will Win are the same people. It's the same category. What or is the same... <laughs> Is the same play, Top Dog, Underdog. Oh, I have a Doll's House winning. Mm, okay. I have a Doll's House winning, should win, and will win. Wow. I think it's very relevant. I think it's very modern. I think the cast is beloved. Yeah. I think, you know, you got Oak in there from Hamilton. Fair. Um, Diverse. I think it's surprising. Yeah, I think it's... And I think Top Dog, yeah. Underdog is about racial tensions, and that's yeah. why I think it's going to win. Yeah. Also, because they're amazing. True. All so. great plays, though. All right. Do the best play and best musical, Taylor. Take it away. <laughs> All right. I'm going to end it on best musical. Okay. We're gonna so best play first. Best play. We have Ain't No Mo, Between Riverside and Crazy, Cost of Living, Fat Ham, and Leopoldstadt. And I think Leopoldstadt is going to win, and I think it should win. Okay. I think a second running is Ain't No Mo. Great. Yeah. Who I think will win is Ain't No Mo. And who I want to win is Leopoldstadt. Wow, with a second okay. of they could probably take it yeah. as well. Yeah. I'll be shocked if it's the any of the other three. I like how a lot of these, and the same with Best Musical, very diverse, lots of different stories. Yes. Lots of different um, but a stack, Stacked, yeah. stacked, stacked, Pulitzer yeah. Prize winning drama for yeah. drama in this category. This is which makes sense. Which makes one sense, of the best Tonys yeah. as far as Hands down. the content in a very Which is so time. challenging yes, on why we're not going to yeah. see it. Well, we're go- I think maybe we'll get more performance. Maybe we'll get play performances. Which not if people about. decide they're not going to show up. True. Yeah. But I think they will. Okay. Time will tell. Because they want the Tony. They want the Tony. Tony. And this, and and obviously, well, here's the thing: people write speeches. Is that technically yeah. writing? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Best musical: We have Anne Juliet, <laughs> Kimberly Akimbo, New York, New York, mm-hmm. Shucked, and Some Like It Hot. The biggest one of the night. <laughs> will they have a stream of confetti of corn or will they have yeah um i think some like it hot's gonna take this yeah i agree unfortunately not we we it's funny we we keep thinking the audience i don't know if you guys at home think we act, we're hating on some like it hot yeah i'm not trying but, to hate i don't yeah. think that there have been times when i'm like um absolutely not this is not deserving in the way that others are i think every single person person every single musical in this category is deserving yeah um and i it's just so hard for shock to be the only original musical in best new musical and i know that it it's going to be really surprising to me if it walks away with this category this is a big 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 category yeah i hope so I have some like it hot will win yeah because it has been winning some previous awards yeah. and I think it's it's just like well that's fun like people are coming out and saying like well that's like we've said the big broad you know music the Broadway yeah. musical like right. that's a Broadway musical right um, and it has a lot of like performances that I think people love mm-hmm. um, but shocked yeah again truly original that's who I think should win yeah and I think. Um, 
you know, we've said some like it hot has announced a national tour. Right. New York, New York has announced a national tour. Kimberly Akimbo has announced a national tour. And Juliet had previously announced a tour. And Juliet had previously announced one. So where's that shucked national tour? We have not heard anything. So that makes me think also They're waiting that they mean the win they to, to announce a national yeah. tour. And I'm afraid that it's going to close if it doesn't win Mm -hmm. which is sad because it's such a great show i know yeah so we'll see we'll keep our fingers crossed (laughs) our corn ears those are our 2023 predictions that's right we want to hear your guys predictions let us know let us know thank you rachel thanks tay so much fun in person here we are i know looking at each other i'll see you next year yeah yeah. for our tony award predictions in front of an audience yeah All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. If you're new here, I say this every week. Hello and welcome. welcome. You've made it to the last yeah. part of our show. That's right. Um, we hope that we've been a nice uh, accompaniment to whatever you might be doing. Mm. Um, but this is the time where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this past week. So we think that's me. What? Right. We think, what have we been feeling and thinking? Which is a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work to think that and feel that and then notice what we're doing. And so, and then we, we think what theater character in the world of theater in the Mm -hmm. world of this space uh, has the same thoughts, feelings, and vibes as we do, as we might. That's right. We would also like to hear, listen, you guys thoughts on all these Tony award predictions, so much happening this week with the Tony Awards. We're excited to watch the unscripted Tony Awards. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, As we said, our um, Tony Reactions episode will be coming out on Tuesday of next week, so get ready for that. It's going to be super fun. We might play some fun games during it as well, so look out for that. We'd love to hear your characters of the week as well, so comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week, and you may get a special shout-out on a future episode. Rachel, would you like to know my character this week? Please, tell me, Taylor, who are you? Bring it on. Well, I am not a character from Bring It On. I was oh, like, <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. I was like, yeah. I know. I yeah. thought it, as soon as I was saying that, I was like, she's going to think I'm, I'm I'm a character from Bring It On. But oh, as oh, Rachel knows, um, I've been working a ton this week, pretty much every day yeah. this week. And I got a, recently got a second job and there's just been a lot going on. So I am actually a trifecta three characters this week because these gals, and we've actually talked about them a lot at the beginning of the show because (laughs) these gals are working hard in that diner, opening up. Mm -hmm. And that's right. I'm Jenna, Becky, and Dawn from Waitress Musical. That's That's so good. Rachel, uh, I love that musical. Yes, I do too. Can't wait for that pro shot, as we said. Yes, yes, yes. Wish maybe Rachel and I would just fly to Times Square and watch it. <laughs> yeah, the Monday after the Tony yeah, Awards. You're right. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> A week from today. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Rachel, who is your character this week? You know, this week I just am feeling like I have really. I know it's hot here in Nashville, but I'm really enjoying. Some Nashville outside hot time. Chicken. Mm. There's that too. 
I'm really enjoying some outside time, but I just wish things were better. Like I'm just, I just mm. wish I could go home and love my girl and, you know, metaphorically speaking, and uh. also like <laughs> not give a care about all the other things that are happening and just right. sing and be happy. But I also know in the back of my mind, you know, there's rivalries happening. <laughs> there's terrible things going on that I might also have to deal with. Yeah. Um, so that, this week I am curly from Oklahoma ah, because yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. feeling like a little, a little like I, I want to be wistful like he is at the beginning of the movie where he, or the musical where he says, oh, what a beautiful morning. And then at the right. end, he's distraught and unwell um, mm-hmm. by the events that have gone on. And I'm just, I'm him somewhere in the mm-hmm. midst of that. Um, uh, curly so, fry. Yeah. Curly fry. Also a curly fry. Yeah. Played by none other than um didn't Hugh Jackman play yes, at yes, some point? Yes, he did. None other than Hugh Jackman himself. Yeah. Huge Jackman himself. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, honestly, how did he play that role? That's just I don't see it. But I that's don't know. Okay. Maybe one day we'll, I think that's a we'll music, do a, isn't there a pro shot of that? Yes, there is. There is oh, a pro okay, shot. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. We'll do a Lala blend. <laughs> I love, as we know, Oklahoma, but specifically, I love the revival. Never seen it. Never seen it. Wait, as an aside, the revival is now in the West End. They love it there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their film, they're doing, isn't Matilda in the West End filmed? They they announced (gasps) that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I may be wrong. I thought it was pro-shouting. Yeah. I don't know. Well... If you guys would like to join in on our discussion we had today, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. <laughs>